I've lived a lot of life. And so <laughs> sometimes it's hard for me to like, if you ask me, you know, to pull out something right away. Yeah. So I would tell her, I was like, so maybe I'm telling one story and then I'll be like, oh wait, I want to tell the I've story I've lived instead. a lot of life. <laughs> See, now I'm really excited about this because I don't know what I've lived a lot of life means, well, but I'm about to find I've out. Hey everyone, and welcome to the New Life Ranch Monthly Camp Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Metcalf. MCP is all about the people that love New Life Ranch and the stories of how God is using this place to change lives. Each month, we'll hear from the people who work at New Life Ranch and learn about their life, their testimony, and their heart for this ministry. In this episode of MCP, I'll be talking to Miss Holly Boss, the Donor Relations and Event Manager. But before we do that, let's find out what's happening around the ranch with some New Life News. Today's New Life News segment comes courtesy of me. For about a year and a half now, I've been working on a really big project, and I am very happy to announce that we are done and have officially launched our brand new website. So if you hop on over to newliferanch.com, you will see our completely redesigned website, and it has a much updated uh, look and feel. It's got much better navigation, much better functionality, and... The very best part about it is that uh, this is probably the most important part of the redesign is that we are finally mobily responsive. So uh, no longer do you have to zoom in on your phone, squint your eyes in order to navigate around the site, read what's going on. So needless to say, we are really excited about this new site and the improvements that uh, will make it easier for browsing for our parents, and for our campers. So we'd love for you to go check it out. Uh, It's at newliferanch.com. Go on your phone. Go on your desktop. Check it out. Let us know what you think about it. All right. Coming up after the break, I'll be talking with our donor relations and event manager, Holly Boss. We'll discuss her childhood growing up in Tulsa, what it was like to drop everything and move to Africa, and how opening a frame shop ultimately led her to working at the ranch. I have been sinner for as long as I remember separated by my fault I was born that way Lord in your sacrifice you've done nothing wrong Our mission here at New Life Ranch is to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ and equip believers for ministry. When I first came in um, the staff training, it being my first summer, was immediately welcomed with open arms by everyone, um, as though I'd been a part of this family for my entire life. New Life does a really good job of pursuing each person on an individual and relational level in a way that um, points us more towards truth and points the gospel. It's a chance to be a part of something like truly like unified and like fixated on one common goal. You have all these people surrounding you, like reminding you that you're supposed to keep your vision fixated on Jesus. We really incorporate the gospel into everything we do, and whether it's on the ropes island, whether it's in any activity class, it's always present and it's always relevant to like what we're doing. There is such great power and confidence in the Lord when you have believers walking by your side. My favorite part about being on summer staff is getting to experience 
the new life that comes with the title of New Life Ranch. So every time I come back here, I think of Psalm 51. It says, restore the joy of my salvation. It's so cool to see the energy that people get from, um, from relying on the Lord alone and knowing that everything we do here um, is to advance His kingdom. I've been surrounded and just loved um, so well here. Um, from the moment that you step onto the camp property, you feel loved and supported. With working at New Life Ranch, there comes an opportunity to serve God in the way that you love to serve. There's positions to be filled such as Wrangler, Kitchen, Media Team, Maintenance Crew. Every single job in some way, shape, or form is going to like have an influence on these kids. My favorite part of being on summer staff is building relationships with these kids. Build these really deep and strong relationships that can like carry on after summer. I mean, to me, it's a second home. Like, in all honesty, it's like, I came here since I was a little kid, and I always dreamed of being a counselor and, like, getting to do that and, like, seeing, like, the Lord bring that to fruition. And it's been, like, a huge part of my life for the past 18 years. People want to love, they want to serve, and, and you can't escape it here. Hey, joining me today is Holly Boss, the Donor Relations and Event Manager here at New Life Ranch. Holly, how are you? I presently am doing pretty well, thanks. Presently doing good. <laughs> Does that mean that previously or in future you expect not to be doing well? No, or? but I just did just make the comment to you that I had sweaty palms doing this, <laughs> but yes, I'm doing great. <laughs> well, you know, this is a lot like an interrogation, so you should be, you should be really sweating yeah, and really terrified. Yeah. No, but really... You know, what this is about is just about finding out who you are, hearing about your testimony, and uh, how you come to be a part of New Life Ranch. And so it, it'll be really easy, oh, trust easy, me. Easy, easy. It'll be really easy. So your name's Holly. Holly. Yeah. You live in Siloam with your husband, Stephen. Yes. You've got three children. Three children. Yeah. Yeah, we met at JBU. You and Stephen, not you and your new Exactly, (laughs) yes, me and Stephen. We both went to John Brown University. He's a Yankee. He's from Connecticut. So he came down to JBU sight unseen. Yeah, uh, where are you from? I'm from Tulsa. Okay, yeah. I am a Tulsan. Me too. Tulsa's so good. I love Tulsa. Great place. Yeah, so we went to school there, uh, met, got married. Um, 25 years later, here we are, so... We yeah. love it here. We love it. <laughs> All right. Great podcast. Yeah, Good talking done. to you. Am I done? <laughs> <laughs> no. So you grew up in Tulsa. Uh, where in Tulsa did you grow up? Mm, I was right behind Kirk of the Hills. Oh, okay. So 61st and yeah. Yale, you know, that neighborhood right behind there. Did you go to Kirk of the Hills? No, I no. didn't. We went to church downtown, First Methodist. Ooh. Yep. Downtown, so, back before downtown Tulsa. Back before was, you could you could actually drive down Riverside. Yeah, you, know, you could pretty. drive down Riverside, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure that it was a ghost town on the weekend. Yes, down downtown in, was uh, a little different back then. For other sure. than the old churches down there, there wasn't anything. Yeah. but now it's so revitalized. Oh yeah, awesome. it's great. Uh, where did you go to school? Um, I went to Memorial. Okay. So interesting. You know, my I have an older brother, and he's six years older. He okay. went to Holland Hall. Uh-huh. And then I have a younger sister. She's four and a half years younger, and she went to Metro. So we all went to three different <laughs> high schools, which is kind of funny. But yeah. I was the public school kid. Oh, you were the, the rebel. <laughs> yes, but I turned out okay. <laughs> <laughs> what What were you like when you grew up? What was What was it like being... Uh, Holly Boss oh, as a goodness. kid. Oh, wow. I could make some guesses, you, but I just feel like it 
would it be correct if I made guesses? It would probably be correct, yes. <laughs> well, I won't make any guesses. You can just tell me what you were you like know, the, as a kid. The funny thing is, you know, growing up and because of the age difference, you know, between my siblings, my uh-huh. parents always said it was like raising three only children. So mm-hmm. it really allowed us to kind of be our uh-huh. own person. And, yeah. Um, you know, I was your social cheerleader bowhead. You know, you na- <laughs> I kind of fit that. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but. <laughs> you know, really involved, you know, yeah. um, um, super involved in my youth group, involved in Young Life, you know, mm-hmm. through high school, did all the summer camps. And yeah, um, yeah I, I was really active. I was, didn't stay home very much on the weekends. You didn't, come, you didn't grow up coming to New Life, did you? I came here one year oh, okay. in the 80s. Yeah, I actually okay. grew up going to Shepherd's Fold. Oh. And that's in Avan, Oklahoma. Yeah, so. yeah, of course. Yep, I was the a, Fold. I was a Fold girl. You were a Foldy. Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that their term? I know. I wish we had something like that, maybe like a ranchy or ranchy, something. Some a kind rancher. Of, yeah. Jolly rancher. Yeah. <laughs> they say that for the day campers. <laughs> but, uh, well, that's fun. Yeah, so but you, I did come, I want to say it was like maybe 86 I was here as a camper. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's kind of surreal to be back here and have so, my kids go here. You, so you mentioned that you grew up like being an only child. You know, I do have to say, I kind of had middle child syndrome a little oh, bit, yeah. you know. It, it did affect me some. <laughs> Does that mean that you were a rebel? Um, there are parts of... Uh, <laughs> how deep are we going in this podcast? <laughs> very deep. Very... We're really going to dig in there. But you, you know, know, middle child... You know, I had this brother six years older. He yeah. could do whatever he wanted. You know, just had all this independence. And then yeah. I had this way younger sister, you know, kind of coddled and uh-huh. babied and, you know, she got to do what she wanted because she right. was the last one. And then you were the, I was the sad the middle. middle child. And I, yeah. Sad Holly. And if anyone really believes that. <laughs> okay. So you have a son. I do. That's in not exactly the same position, but, a similar but position. very similar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, is he the rebellious He's one? He's kind of embraced that middle child identity and he calls <laughs> it out. He really does. But you're like, I know how to parent this. Yeah, I got you. Absolutely. Yep. Well, the good thing is, you know, he's a camper here. Yep. He's in our leadership development program. So yep. we're course correcting every Absolutely. Every, I have as many eyes on him helping me out. <laughs> it takes a village, right? <laughs> That's true. That's great. So, what was your what was your testimony growing up? Um, you know, I um, grew up in really a terrific family. I had great parents. Um, was brought up in the church, um, and like I said, Shepherd's Fold actually plays a really big part of my mm. testimony. Um, our church went there a lot um, on retreats. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wasn't just a summer camper, but you know, they used that facility and um, did retreats. And I remember it was I was thirteen years old. I was sitting on the back porch of the A frame, and that's when. Um, the Lord really became real to me. Mm-hmm. And when I really started to hear him and I um, understood what it meant um, to lay my life down and yeah. ask for forgiveness and that I couldn't do it alone and I mm-hmm. needed his strength. Um, but really, I mean, through the, for, my, for my last 25 years, it's a, uh, my, my testimony is growing, you sure. know, just through different experiences. And the yeah. Lord's really called out different things in me through different things that I've gone through. That's good. So That's good. So you you grew up uh, in Tulsa, went to John Brown, met your husband there. What were you studying at John Brown? Elementary education. Oh yeah. yeah. So where, did you go into elementary education I after? Did. I taught second grade for two years. Where did you teach? Here in Siloam. Oh nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, you know, we're still here, and some of my students, 
you know, turned around, became teachers, and are now teaching oh, my man. kids. So oh, man. That's crazy. <laughs> it's come full circle. So you've been in Siloam for like how long now? It's 25 years. Yeah. 25 years. Yeah. So like a good chunk of your life. A good life. chunk. I've been here longer than I was in Tulsa. So do you feel like that you are... You know, because you, you know how, like, you look at your home place that you've spent mm-hmm, the majority mm-hmm. of, like, your formative years, right. and you're like, oh, yeah, that's what I am. I'm a Tulsa. Right. Yeah. Or are you past that now where you're like, oh, I am officially planted in Siloam. I am a Silomite. I that's see who I my, am. I am a townie. I am. Okay. I am an official <laughs> Siloamian. You know, we had we did a stint. We were missionaries overseas in a little country called Guinea-Bissau. It's okay. In, it's in West Africa. We were just there a little over a year. So we had lived in Siloam 10 years, went overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, our time was up. You know, we were coming back. And yeah. we had really cut all ties. You know, my husband had quit his job. Yeah. Because um, we didn't know if the Lord was going to ask us to stay there longer right. or, you know, come back after a year. And, yeah. And he made it pretty clear it was time for us to come back. Mm-hmm. And um, we still had our house. But the interesting thing is, you know, so we come back and we have this clean slate. You know, my, mm. our kids were, were four and seven at the time, and we looked at moving a lot of different places, you know, looked at a job up north and, yeah. you know, because this was a time that you could just kind of start over. And we came back to, we love Siloam. <laughs> you know, what can we do to stay here? And they really got you. I know, yeah. because we love it so much. And, you know, especially when you're raising a family, you know, you really mm-hmm. see those benefits of being in a small town and all that it has to offer um, we love seeing people we know at Walmart and in the bank and mm-hmm. on the trails. And it's a, it's a great, great town. Yeah. So. so what prompted you guys to head out into the mission field? And what, what did you say it was that you guys were? We were in Guinea-Bissau. Guinea-Bissau. And it's a little country in West Africa. Okay. So what prompted you guys to head over there? Um, we had some really good friends from college that mm-hmm. were serving over there. And we had done a lot stateside, just yeah. kind of being their advocates and doing what we can to support them from over here. Here. And um, at different times, the Lord spoke to my husband and I. <laughs> yeah, just on separate occasions. On separate occasions, <laughs> we, let's note that. Who, who did the Lord speak to first in that? Was he like, "Hey, Holly, come on"? Oh and no, you were no, like, no, hey, Stephen. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. no, 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 that's true. I know was, your husband. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He spoke to my husband first. I mean, let's just say my husband's a very patient man. So. <laughs> he said, "Hey, Holly, uh, I think the Lord wants us to do this," and you said, "No, I, I don't like, think oh, so." I didn't hear that. <laughs> But we just, uh, that's because you have your ears plugged. Ex- probably, that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but we just, we did feel like, you know, the Lord was asking us just to experience, you know, have a more concrete experience of what we were supporting mm. and that we needed to go over there, you know, and just get our hands in there. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, you and guys way, just dropped everything and headed over there. Dropped everything I mean, and headed over. I mean, I can sort of imagine <laughs> what that was like, but I, I, I just... The the amount of trust in the Lord there oh, must yeah. have just been like... <laughs> oh, yeah. But when you know, you know, and even yeah. just that period leading up to that, you know, I grew a lot. It's even though I said, okay, you know, let's go. Yeah. Um, those first few months, I can't tell you that I really had a happy heart about it. Sure. You know, I was just being obedient. Yeah. And then the Lord was really caught wanting more from me. Yeah. You know, and He wants us when we... Are obedient yeah. to be obedient with happy hearts, mm-hmm. and so I can honestly say that you know when we got up to the time that we were getting on that plane, I was so excited to mm, go. Even though awesome. my knees were shaking, I was scared to death. Yeah. 
I was so excited because yeah. I knew that's what he had called us to do. That's, that's so, so cool. Yeah. So what were you guys doing over there? Well, they were, you know, Guinea-Bissau was the fifth poorest country in the world. Mm. And um, they were building a youth center, you know, just to try and invest in the youth over there. Mm. So they were getting towards the end of the construction phase. And so we were coming along to help just imp- to help implement programs, um, you know, as far as their computers and teaching English and, yeah. and um, work with the students there. And then I did a little preschool just with some international kids. And, okay. Um, did you have did kids side. of your own at the time mm-hmm. when you were over there? Um, our oldest, Annika, was seven. Oh, okay. And Jack wow. was four. Wow. So, so Annika definitely remembers it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Jack yeah. maybe some pieces of yeah. it. But Yeah. Wow. So we jumped in. We learned the language. And, you know, learning a second language comes in handy, especially like when you come back. Yeah. And let's say you need to discipline your child in public, <laughs> you know. amazing. Being, being able to whip that out <laughs> so no one knows what you're saying. What, what, the, what, what language do they speak over there? Well, it's, it's um, a former Portuguese colony. Okay. So the official language is Portuguese. Okay. But really what we spoke was a slang. It right. was like a slang kind Creole of kind yeah. of. Um, which really was pretty easy to learn. So that's well, that's awesome. I mean, I I knew you had been I knew you had been a missionary, but I didn't know the the details yeah. of the extent yeah. of it, nor the fact that you had two basically elementary aged kids. Because yeah. I have a two year old now, oh, and yeah, I just think exactly. like the last thing I want to do is uproot my family and right. <laughs> go go explore a new country oh, and learn a new language. they were great and, ages, you know. We, yeah. We lived kind of in this Western-style home, you know, tile floors, and it had mm. a bathroom, and however, we had no running water mm. and no electricity, <laughs> but we had a well in the backyard, you yeah. know. Yeah. So one of Annika's jobs, she's our oldest, you know, she would every day go to the back and pull up water from the well and bring wow. it in, and we'd, you know, use that every day. And yeah. Jack would, you know, go out and play with, our neighbor kids, and he was pretty easy to spot. He he was a, a, a towhead, you know, back then, and, and yeah. still is. But you know, you just go out your front door and say, "Where's Jack?" You know, noonday Jack, and they would be able to point, you know, where he is. And, uh, look for the little blonde. Yeah, kid. exactly. So you know, it was a great experience for them. Yeah, you know, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Have you have you guys been back since? Uh, we did. We've actually been over a couple or uh, three times total. Okay. Um, the first time we kind of went, we went just to visit our friends. Uh-huh. Um, in my head, you know, it's kind of a exploratory visit. Mm. You know, Lord, is this what you you know, have for us? And right. On the plane ride home, I remember thinking, thank you for making that so clear that that is not where you want us. <laughs> 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 because I could not get out of that, get out fast enough. Oh, okay, man. That sounded terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I I was very certain yeah. um, after that first trip that that's not where we were supposed to be. Yeah. Um, Stephen, on the other hand. Stephen, on the other hand. <laughs> no, but we... So then we went over the second time, and we were there long term. Mm-hmm. And then we went back, I think, two years later, mm-hmm. um, just to reconnect and see people. Yeah. We just thought it was important. Sure. Um, just to say, you know, we are still praying for you. We still right. support you. How are you doing? And, yeah. Um, but we haven't gone since then. Mm. But maybe so, one day soon. I would love it. Can, yeah. That would be awesome. I would love it. Yeah. So you come back to Siloam. Come back to Siloam. We'll we'll just fast forward to all that so we okay. can get to the good parts, the fun part, the yes. important part yes. of this podcast. Yes. How did you uh, how did you get it to become associated with the ranch? With the ranch, well, my kids had come to summer camp here. Okay. Um. So we and I obviously I came here, so we were very familiar with the ranch. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I will say I felt like, or from what I knew of New Life Ranch, it was just a summer camp. Mm. You know, I didn't have, I don't know what I know now. <laughs> yeah. Pandora's uh, box has been open. <laughs> exactly. Wow. What an awesome place. Um, no, so my kids came to summer camp here. Um, Jack was actually, I think, the first day camp. You know, oh, wow. He was involved with the yeah. first year of day camp. I think that was 2009, maybe? I think so. Something around yeah. that time. So, which was yeah. really cool. Which is crazy that that's almost like 10 years ago. Because he just finished SOMA. Yeah. You that know, is which so is crazy. <laughs> which is crazy. So, um, yeah, so when Stephen and I came back and we were really excited that we were going to stay in Siloam, mm-hmm. one of the things that um, we really enjoyed was working together mm-hmm. over there. And, you know, because. Um, you're together a lot and we were a team, Yeah, you know, when we were overseas. And so we were really looking for something that we could do together. Mm-hmm. Um, and long story short, we ended up opening a custom frame shop and, but the Lord had other plans for Steven. <laughs> so <laughs> he ended up going back to day spring. Uh-huh. Um, we did realize after talking to a lot of other frame shop owners that we probably needed another income as we were trying to get mm. this business off the yeah. ground. And that's a whole nother story. Because of owning we, a small business oh is goodness. very hard. Yes, it is. <laughs> Owner-operated business is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we, I ran that frame shop for six years, mm-hmm. um, and then we ended up selling it. Running a frame shop. How, okay. did you, how did you get to be a part of New Life Ranch? Well, after we had sold the frame shop, I had been home for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we had adopted our youngest. She was five mm-hmm. from Thailand. No English you know, nothing. And so we just knew it would be best if I was home with her kind of during that transition. So I had been home, you know, three years and she was thriving. She was in school. She was independent. She was really doing great. Yeah. And so I had all of my kids in school and I was kind of ready to jump in and invest in some, you know, do something, you know, during, while they were in school. Yeah. And we were good friends with the Shaws, okay. Scott and Kristen Shaw, who are here. And yeah. we just happened to be going to dinner at their house one yes. night. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was kind of just making conversation with Kristen and Scott saying, yeah, I think, you know, the kids are thriving. Ren's doing really great in school. I'm yeah. looking at really plugging in somewhere, going back, you know, part-time to work. Yeah. And then Scott kind of looked at me and said, well. <laughs> have I got a deal for you? Have I got you? a job for you? <laughs> And the rest is history. So we kind of, we, you know, met and I said, send me, you know, what you're needing. And um, it didn't take a lot of convincing. I jumped in with both feet, super excited, you know, at at the opportunity. Yeah. And um, I really, really loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And what is your job entail as the... Uh, donor relations and events manager. Well, I um, work a lot with our donors. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know if a lot of people. That's the donor relations part. That's I the assume. donor relations mm, part. Yes. Mm. Um, you know, we have close to thirty people on full time staff, mm-hmm. um, and they are they actually raise half of their support. Um, and so I deal a lot with the donors. I receipt contributions that come mm-hmm. in for them, making sure it goes to the right place. And I really, really love it. You know, people will ask me sometimes, you know, going back to this, this frame shop, you know, Hey, do you, do you miss owning your business or miss the frame shop? And one of the things I, my answer is no, (laughs) (laughs) no, but one of the things I really do miss is 
just working with the customers mm. and hearing their stories, you know, and I got to interact with people that I never, you know, would have had the chance yeah. to interact with and hear some really cool stories. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm getting to do that again, you know, when I work with our donors and I hear these stories of, mm. ah, this is why we're supporting New Life Ranch. This is why we're giving to the scholarship fund. Yeah. And being a part of that and um, is, a, is a privilege, you know, yeah. to be able to to hear those stories and talk to them and, so anyway, so I'm on. I'm the person you call if you have questions about, <laughs> you know, giving or you want yeah. to alter something or make changes or how do I do this? And Yum. so I love that aspect. And then the other part I do is I work with our events in the spring, mm-hmm. and we have four events where we raise money for our scholarship fund. Yep. So the, those the night for New Life Ranch night dinners. For New Life Ranch. Yep. Uh, if you're listening to this, you're officially invited. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> we yeah we. I work with Holly on this. I work with you. It's really fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work for us, but it's really great. Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel like I I don't really work a lot with you for like nine months out of the year. And then it's like three months. And then we're best friends. We're like best friends for three months. And we we don't go a day without talking about something and figuring things out and ordering food and and I really love that part too because it's you know working with the donors and receding that's really straightforward yeah. you know and you know you know exactly what to do and how to handle yeah. things and then when you get to the events it's so open ended and so yeah. creative and fun and we have a great team you know to bounce you know off of mm-hmm. and we all have a heart you know yeah. just for what we're doing and want to make it the best that we can yeah and that makes it excellent yeah yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree completely. <laughs> as somebody that does it as well, I agree completely. Yeah. And now our t- our um, our area has grown. We have mm-hmm. you know five people in our development office. Yeah, and it's crazy. It's crazy, but it's great and it's needed. Yeah. And you can just feel there's a bit of energy, you know, in our little office area. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, yeah. The, you guys have five people in there now. Yeah. just going away at. Developing oh, New yeah. Life Ranch. Yeah. That's awesome. We're bursting. So yeah. New Life Ranch is bursting. Do you so. have any uh do you have any funny stories about your coworkers that you'd like to uh you'd like to confess on the podcast that they'll later hear and say, I can't believe you said that. I think I'd like to plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I mean I've got some stories about you, but I won't yes, I won't can. bring them out. They, yeah. Scott handed me a list and he yeah, said you should talk I'm to I'm sure her about he does. <laughs> Well, great. Uh, thanks, Holly, for coming in and chatting with me about your time here Absolutely. and your testimony. I loved getting to hear more hey, about... it wasn't uh, so bad. I know. I told you. You yeah, didn't believe me. I know. It was are, pretty are your, fun. Are your palms still sweating? No, they're or? dry. It was great. Well, hey, thank you for coming in. I thanks, really appreciate Justin. it. Appreciate getting to hear your story. Yep, it was fun. All right. Thanks, Holly. Hey, thanks for joining us again for MCP. We hope you enjoyed getting to know Holly a little bit better. On the November episode of the podcast, I'll be interviewing the finance coordinator, Bill Kenworthy. If you have any feedback about this podcast, we would love to hear it. Here's something you like. Here's something you didn't. Got an idea for a segment? If you do, please send us an email to podcast at newliferanch.com. Music for this podcast was written and performed for New Life Ranch by Cass Harris. You can find all of his work on iTunes and Spotify. Additional music was written and performed for the ranch by Chris King. He recently admitted to me that his real name is Chuck and he has a chicken stuck in his eye, but he would rather not talk about it. And finally, help us spread the word about MCP by sharing this podcast with your friends, subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you listen to podcasts, and giving our podcast a rating. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in November.